You've eaten Gotham's wealth, its spirit, but your feast is nearly over. This is not my hole. It's an operating table. And I'm the surgeon. Why aren't you laughing? From this moment on, none of you are safe. Welcome to the Batman Book Club, a podcast exploring the Dark Knight Library. I am your host, Ryan Lauer. The Batman Book Club is a proud member of the Batman Podcast Network, hosted by Batman on Film. Just go to batmanpodcastnetwork.com for a whole list of other Bat-related shows that also love to dive into other nerdy topics we love to frolic about in our free time. Thank you for tuning in to episode number 63, Batman in June. Joining me on this... Uh, monthly adventure yet again is everybody's favorite man from New Jersey. Well, not everybody's. Let's everybody's be favorite. Not everybody's. He buys expensive Spider-Man comics. It is the one I and should. only from straight out of Gotham and Batman on film. It's Peter R. Vera. Pete, welcome yet again. This is the March, April, May, June. this is the fourth time doing the monthly wrap up, and you're not. You didn't throw in the towel. You're in for the long no, well, haul. Well, you also forgot the Italian Spider-Man Coalition. That is another podcast. So, oh my gosh, I, I apologize to the Carusos, both uh, Daddy Batman and Nico, that I did uh, not drop that. But we like to refer to him as Papa Web. Papa Web, yes, Papa Web. In this instance, Papa Web. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's a it's a beautiful day out here in the Jersey. In the Jersey, so. it's been some hot ones for you. It's been warm. Week. It's been nice weather. It's, it's been uh, definitely beach weather. It's been beautiful weather. It's been uh, barbecue weather. It's been beer weather. It's been, uh, you know, let's go out and have some fun weather. So good times are to be had. Good time to be had this next hour, maybe, because we're going to be talking all about Batman comics. Quite a variety. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, spend, the, uh, spend the afternoon drive in Gotham with us. That's right. Let's just, let's just hop into it. You ready to go? You ready to do this, Pete? I, was, I look forward really? to these monthly wrap-ups with you. No, okay? you don't. You yes, them. I do. Don't you it's dare. It's hard to schedule them. You know you can't get a hold of me. Oh, I can. Oh, my cat's early. So I just said on the last <laughs> episode with Haas that my cat, I don't, I don't know how much I mention it, but you can almost, you get almost like one meow somewhere hidden in every episode because my cat comes in and checks in after about 40 minutes. And he always, you'll hear it very faintly in the back or something he you always comes turn in that into like a game i do but he where, just walked out he heard me talking about him and he walked out so it <laughs> didn't even get in me out <laughs> where it's like every episode if you are just like you pick like an episode and you're like well when did the cat meow yeah and the first person to like tweet the the right time code you know gets i don't know gets a prize gets a point and after Tiny so many points you get a prize oh there you, you go prize. you just only that yeah oh that's yeah. cool it's even cooler I like listen that. for the kitty yeah just love to say I'm looking for. You beat me to it. <laughs> I know. I beat you to your man Oswald. Come on, He's, Pete. Uh, uh, well, we're gonna be talking a lot of Oswald. Actually. All right. Well, let's let's get to Oswald. You know, last month I was like, let's get the worst out of the way. Start with the worst first. But I want to I want to bookend this episode with good stuff. Okay. So we're gonna okay. start this with a book we haven't got to talk about actually in quite a while, and that is Batman and Catwoman, issue number five. Now it I'm was number five. It was, there was no issue in April. Uh, then it was, it got a release date for May. And then at the last second, uh, got pushed back from the last Tuesday in May to the first Tuesday in June. So we've been waiting for this. And it, 
I did a full-on reread of the previous four issues in one sitting to ramp up for this. And Pete, a delay included this. This story has not lost a beat. Like no. this, no. I can't wait for this whole thing to be collected so I can just sit down, open page one, and read all issues because mm-hmm. this is great. It, this um. This book gives me vibes of three jokers in terms of what it can do at the end of its run, right? Once it's mm-hmm. collected and like you said, you can reread it. I think it'll be really popular. I don't think it's as popular as three jokers because I just think Batman Joker just sells better. Um, but you know, he is in the story, but I, I, I don't know. I get a lot of those. I, I just feel the same as I, as I read this. And this is a little bit longer too. This is five as opposed to three, but yeah, no, it's, it's crazy. You almost forget how good this book is. Yeah. Because there was a, a gap in, I read a lot of comics. I just do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, like something like Detective Comics and Man Bat were a little bit more consistent. They had like, I think like they probably came out with like maybe three or four issues in between, right? In between the gap. So there was a lot more of those things. And, it, you know, you were like, oh man. And then you pick this up and you're like, wow, this is incredible. <laughs> you know, I just... It's it's fun to me that they are because it's a th- I say it's a thinker because of the three timelines that are in nothing is saying, hey, here we're in the past now. Like it it's almost like it just goes all the way through and mm-hmm. you have to like train your your brain to be like, oh wait, 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 this is the present. Oh wait, this is the past. Mm-hmm. And I, I love the, I love the inclusion of Phantasm. I think it, it looks great. I love that we're in the future. We've got Harley. Harley crashes her. Yes. I love the car. Her car. Yeah. It's, it's very cruel. Which makes like, she's <laughs> drunk, right? Or is that just Harley or is Harley drunk? Like, I don't know. Like was Harley drunk driving? Like, got it. I mean, she just runs into a, the way she crashes it and stumbles up and everything. Yeah. But yeah, it, the inner Cruella DeVille vehicle. Cruella de Vehicle. There we go. And I love Um, the older Selena, by the way. Like, she's just uh, a feisty person. She is. She's badass. Uh, The art, yet again, is superb. I love the... I I love the art from Clayman. Um, Yeah, so, I mean... No necessarily, like, big revelations, per se. I don't know where... Like I don't have a, a guess of where the story is going, and we're not even halfway through it yet. And there's actually that's what's that- really great about it is like you what like what is the end result? Like what's gonna happen come the final issue of this story? Yeah, it sounds bad to say it. But like, what's the point? But no, that, no, I think it's great though because yeah, exactly the deception and the the cliffhangers and such, and it's it's great because you're kind of like it's almost like, well, what exactly is this about? Like, this is more of a mm-hmm. Catwoman story than anything else, to be brutally honest. Yeah. You know, this is essentially like, I don't know. Um, like, I, I'm trying to think of like a good Catwoman. I don't know, like Catwoman Endgame or something. It, it's like, it's got that title. Like, this is like the last Catwoman story ever told. Like Catwoman, you know, she basically kills the Joker and she fights Harley Quinn and she, you know, all that stuff. And she's reliving her phantasm moments with her daughter. Right. Yeah, and we're seeing we're seeing a Catwoman who you don't want to say she's unhinged because she's not crazy, but Batman definitely kept her in check. And as we see in the future, she you know with he's dead, so she she goes down and she kills the Joker, and then she confronts Oswald, and like now she's whipping Harley's ass, and uh, she's a little bit more, I think, almost true to herself. 
Um, because Batman's not there to, to keep her. Uh, well, I think she loved someone and he lived by a code and she adapted yeah. that code. And King's Catwoman Batman relationship is kind of like that. Um, once they got hitched, right? Like yeah. she kind of went on the straight and narrow. Yeah. Um, I, I Normally she doesn't. I think. Back. I don't know when episode or issue six comes out, but I know that I'm, I'm pretty sure next month. July is supposed to be the Batman uh, Batman Catwoman special. Uh, so is that like an annual? Are we getting an annual? Like, kind of? Is, is it a special? And is it like a special as in issue six is a special sized issue? Or is it special in, oh, we're actually getting an, an additional book? that we It's like an, an additional chapter. Nice. Yeah, I'd be down to read that. And that's illustrated by, and oh my God, I'm trying to catch up to it quick. Yeah, I think it's illustrated by John Paul Leon, who just recently mm. passed away too. So that ought to be a, I think written by Tom King. And then, yeah, John Paul Leon's illustrated it. So it's going to be, he did the uh, Batman Creature of the Night. Did you ever read that? Eric read that. He said good things about it. I read either two or three of the four chapters and I really liked it. And then I think there was a delay in that fourth one in which I, is that the story where where it's not really about Bruce Wayne, but it's like a boy's life and he's, and he's motivated by Batman. Yeah. It's, it was pretty good. I need to reread that, but it was, it's not, uh, it's good story. Just not my thing. Yeah. I I wouldn't pick it up and be like, I want to, I want to kick ass Batman comic. It's like, well, that one's not it. This is more of just like, this is a good story with Batman in it. Um, Batman elements even. So yeah. Um, Another story that is not good, but has Batman in it is uh, James Tynion, the fourth's Batman number one hundred nine. Oh, we're going to stop talking about Batman Catwoman. I'd rather talk about Batman Catwoman, but we're going to talk about Batman one hundred nine. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing, man. (laughs) Look, I'm going to start this off because it's going to be different. Uh, I'm going to go a little Kowalski here. This was not good. This was probably one of the worst issues of Batman I think I've ever read because Batman's not in it. This is an issue. This is Ghostmaker issue like six. <laughs> and he's in the backup story too, which I did not read. That's funny because you, that's a harsher review from you than uh, last month's issue 108, which I thought was worse than this one. So I think there's, there's I, too much I, I, ghost maker in this to make me even care about this, this story. But what I did like was uh, the, wait, let's, few- let's get the bad out of the way and then we'll go and then we'll end on good just so I can get this crap out of the way. So uh, on digitally, it says that there's like 31 pages. That's including the ghost maker backup. The ghost maker backup is eight or nine issues. Uh, the ghost maker in the middle of this issue, part of the Batman story is like nine issues. That's 18 of 31 pages, Pete our ghost maker in a this Batman is a ghost book. Maker book. Yeah. It's a ghost. It's maker a freaking ghost maker book. And not to mention it's pointless. His shit with Harley in the middle is it's pointless. Like it's Tynan's and this sounds like I'm all sorts of fired up and stuff, but it's just, I'm just <laughs> really like annoyed with Tynan on Batman. And we, uh, we've it, constantly <laughs> talked about, it's not me against Tynan. It's Tynan on Batman. You loved his detective run. I thought it was meh because it was an ensemble book. And I'm like, oh, Batman, it should be a Batman book. And it was an ensemble book. I like his Joker book. You and you and I have been fans of, which we're going to talk about later in this episode. He's done a lot of stuff, good stuff. It's just for this, he's in such a habit, I feel, of teasing new characters constantly 
really forcing Ghostmaker on us. And then it just doesn't feel like this is a Batman book. And I'm, I'm just like, I'm so over it. I think it's, it's not adding up. It's like all this stuff that we open up every issue with, we get like two pages of Scarecrow something. And we know we're not getting, we're not getting that story until later, later this summer when they do the fear state Mm -hmm. uh, events, like yet again, another event. I understand that's what happens for for comics events happen this summer but this like just it's just so much just crap it's just crap i don't think it's very good the only reason that i do not give this an f is because it's jorge jimenez like and i'm not gonna say no jimenez saves a lot of the books he saves the book to where there's images that look good uh i just i'm not i'm just not giving a shit about anything that's happening and that falls on the writer um no i agree and it stinks just i mean this is the only book by tynan that i'm really just down on uh he just came out with a black label book for dc uh the nice house on the lake which is i haven't read that yet and i want to that's what that's more frustrating i read a lot of tynan's work and he yeah he's good he's a good writer but just everything about batman (laughs) the ghost racer he has a spinosaurus in his ghost cave and it's like harley's like what is this and he's like i'm trying to be like i was like i was like dude you're like a green arrow knockoff yeah he he, (laughs) perfect yeah he puts down batman for some reason because and that's that's such a bugaboo of mine of like hey i need to really try and sell this character so let's have him talk shit about another character that we like and so he says some kind of bullshit comment about batman it's just it's just garbage and i mean the only thing here that's interesting is batman at the end like he starts fighting peacekeeper 01 which i don't give a shit about how we get to future state which you have a theory that it's going to start to show up to that but then something's going to happen to where we don't have to go through future state but still i don't care how future state happened i liked that it was just a two-month event and that's it. I don't need I'd to see a build. This than the Ghostmaker stuff. If he's going to write Future State stuff, I'll take that over Ghostmaker. True. Um, so okay, go ahead and mention now what you like. I vented enough. Uh, what I like about it is uh, I, 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 the art's beautiful. I think Jimenez draws an amazing Harley Quinn. I actually liked the Future State stuff. I liked uh, Batman confronting Saint and uh, you know meet, meeting Peacekeeper one. Um, I, I enjoyed. Uh, I really love him. At the beginning of the book, I don't like so much, but this Jimenez's Barbara Gordon is like absolutely amazing. Like she's just like I was like, wow, this is like I, I love the way he draws her hair and her glasses. Are right. redheads? Gotta love them. <laughs> I guess it's, I'm hanging out with you too much. <laughs> Always. Um, yeah, and uh, I, again, like his art's just beautiful. It's gorgeous. It's stunning. And I just I wish he had a story because well, you know, like this. It's weird. It's stupid. Space. What is it called? Pace racer. Ghost racer. Pace I don't keeper. know. <laughs> no the stupid Pace, ghost maker pacemaker it's a Hang cool on. car but it looks like a transformer and i was like man he man, would be a great artist on transformers and oh, i see this yeah. spinosaurus in his cave and i was like i just want to see him draw batman like why are we wasting our time with this guy wearing nightwing's logo on his face i'm just i'm so over him it's yeah and the big i don't read the backup story i was like give uh-huh. me grifter over ghost maker i'm so whoa concerned. yeah that's a that's a statement no, it's horrible. I, I just, yeah, Ghostmaker just does nothing for me. And it stinks because this book is priced at five, five bucks, four ninety nine. Five bucks. That means, and that means if you buy the cardstock cover, it's a, it's a five ninety nine book. Ugh. So. I can remember. Um, yeah, I'm I not, guess. I'm just, I'm sorry. I, if people like it. And I don't want to stop yet? buying Batman either. Like the last no. time I didn't buy Batman was when Gordon wore the RoboCop suit. Like I just, I, 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 I was like, I'm not supporting this. Yeah. It's, 
But the completest and he finished it years later because I bought the dollar books from there the comic shop. So I supported him. Maybe that's what you're gonna have to do for now. And I mean maybe, but that's how I fill my gaps. Remember, support your shop. Support your shop, yes. Uh, just buy something aside from Batman. Anyways, uh, spend your money on something else like Batman The Adventures Continue Season 2. Yeah. That I, launched uh, in June. That was great. I okay, love it. Me, I finally read The Adventures Continue Season 1. Aren't you happy you did? Yeah. I was, I was just going to – I missed mm-hmm. it for some reason and mm-hmm. when it came out. And then I knew a trade was coming, and there's just like so much – uh, other stuff that I'm reading and busy and all that. that I'm like, I think I can wait until June when it comes out. And so finally it came out, I ordered it and it finally got shipped this week. And I basically sat and read it all uh, mm-hmm. in two sittings. And so it was perfect timing because I really stuff. enjoyed that. Deathstroke, Azriel, uh, Jason Todd, uh, the entire Bat family. It's, it, it's just. Arnold Wesker. I, <laughs> I, yeah. I just, I'm just, it's gorgeous. And then it, they kick off this issue with dead man. Yeah, so that was interesting to me because I don't have anything against Dead Man. I just, I'm not like, I don't go running to Dead Man when he's in a story. See, I do. You do. I do. Okay. I, I think the Dead Man, and this is because I've read a lot of Neil Adams, and, you know, Neil obviously okay. was a big Batman in the 70s, and I believe he, he at least created half of Dead Man. Um, so, like, that Batman Dead Man thing, because I love Adams so much, I, I've read a lot of it. And again, into it, even by like, I recommended that James Robinson story that was a Batman Dead Man. So it's like for me, because my love of Adams has really gravitated toward Dead Man a little bit. And uh, to see, yeah, oh, I love Neil. And to see them in a comic always gets me like really excited. And uh, this one was really cool because they they killed Hamilton Hill. Yeah, that was a. I couldn't believe it. I had to reread it. I was like, is he really dead? They killed him. Hamilton Hill's been my mayor of Gotham. Since I grew up, and now he's dead, except for uh, Mayor Borg, I guess. <laughs> mayor, mayor Murphy. I forget the name, Mayor of uh, Forever. I like how in, in these issues, it does look, um, you know, the adventures can, you know, it's the, the new Batman adventures style, but also, I don't know, the, something with the coloring also, though, helps. It, it still looks like original designs mostly too you know and i'm yeah, i'm really it, glad it's a little bit more finer yeah you and then, so for this it includes nice and thick and it's the body parts stand out and everything you know they like those that thick black stroke around certain things the i, I like the story here of the t or first of all bringing in the court of owls yeah. like I think that was teased way back when they said that the story can, you know, season two, um, we knew that the court of vows were coming. And I think that what they did here was very much in line with court of vows. Uh, it didn't mm-hmm. stray from them at all. They were, you know, the town was scary. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the interesting dynamic there of dead man can't take over the talon's body and that the talon can see him. That was mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Very creepy, very eerie, very owly. Yeah. No, it's it I love how they're continuing their their characters while blending it in with just new mythology such as Court of Owls. It, it's it's and and you know, like I said earlier, Azrael and uh, Red Hood Jason Todd. It, it's been effortless in both volumes and this is it's it's weird because I want to compare really quickly I just want to compare it probably cuz this book that we're going to talk about later but 
it seems to me that Adventures Continue and Batman Scooby-Doo Mysteries are the same book. It's, it's geared toward a younger audience, mm-hmm. right? It's, it seems like it's a little more fun. And it's definitely, you know, it's a kid's book, but the, the Avengers continues as did that show. Just, it, it's, it's so much, it's so just focused. Whereas yeah. I feel like Scooby-Doo is too much of like, you know, it's just too, too yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's just too kitty. It's just, you know, and uh, I'll talk about that one later, but like, you know, yeah. you, you have these good, two good books that are, are good for younger audiences and, you know, Batman, the Deanie Burnett, uh, Tim Batman. So even even though I mean it's just like with the cartoon of yes they could be seen as quote unquote kitty but it is not. It's, not it's still dealt way. with like maturely. Yeah. So I think us adults can get just as much out of it as like a, a younger kid that reads comics it's, too. The you book's know? not it's, handled it's with kids' gloves. They're allowed exactly. to do thing, but like Bat- and I'm sure that's probably like we're going to keep in line with the TV show. Like we're not going to. We're not going to be too dark, but we're not going to be too light. Whereas yeah. Scooby-Doo is just light. Uh, shout out to our mutual pal, Javi Trio, because he'd mentioned about how Veronica Vreeland was a, a longtime love interest of Bruce. And I forget, I forget who she is. Uh, he wrote a review for this issue on mm-hmm. Batman on film and I read it and I was like, really? Oh, Veronica? Really? I missed that. I missed that. So good on him that he remembered. Like, oh, Who are Veronica your people. favorite Wayne love interests? Oh, it just depends not on the Cat story. Woman. Not Catwoman. Okay, not Catwoman. Um, I like... Oh, man. Just... Oh, I had something. So no, Catwoman is out. Who, who can I think of that? Silver, St. Cloud. Mm-hmm. Um... I did like I like Julie Madison from Matt Wagner's Dark Moon Rising series. Good pick, good pick. She was in Batman and Robin. Shout out Ellie McPherson. And then Andrea. Okay, that's good. That's good. For me, uh, I I'm a big fan of uh, Silver Snake Cloud's my number one. We all know that. Mm-hmm. And uh, my number two is uh, Vesper Fairchild. I like Vesper from. Uh, murderer fugitive like that was she okay. was the one who they you know a uh, you know, long time ex-girlfriend blah 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 and then she gets murdered in the house and then they that's right all kinds of... that's right i've only read that through all the way once i really liked it but i need to read Sin. it again it's beautiful Sin. at least i read it yeah they didn't new gotham come out of that or no did that i think new that that came out of new gotham i don't remember i don't it's around that time you could yeah i'm not sure i gotta look it up but you're you're right around the time frame. Okay, they were Go happening me. simultaneously. Go me. All right, so the adventure continues power. season. <laughs> power standard. Uh, let's just do both of them now. Your favorite book that came out, continuing series, Batman Fortnite Zero Point, issues number four and five. They're out. You have not read it. Uh, I think. Though enjoyable and fun, I'm also kind of like, I'm done with it. And so it wraps up, I think, with issue number six next month. Do you play Fortnite? No. Someone who does play Fortnite will get more out of this than I did. I just find it as Batman in a new element uh, fighting and Deathstroke. Deathstroke's a bit of a son of a bitch in this story. So that's pretty cool. And like mm-hmm. I said, the Batman fighting stuff is cool and Catwoman's cool and stuff. But I think I'm, I'm, I'm good after this month, but there's one more this issue, you, and then that's, that's... You don't want to play Fortnite after this? I, I kind of don't even know what 
the, I, I don't know, know what, know what the big deal of Fortnite is. I think it's a first person shooter and you can be different, a bunch of different characters. All I know stuff. is that Justin can be the silver surfer and then he selects him and then he flies down into like the area. Okay. Then so he's able sounds, to surf for a little bit. And that sounds like fun. That um, sounds perfect. Yeah. yeah. You can be Batman in the Fortnite game now too. So does he come with cars? Does he have a Batmobile? That I don't know. Because if he's running everywhere, that's going to get boring. It's like when you play Red Dead Redemption and you're on the horse. It's like, oh, man, I miss, uh, I miss gasoline and GTA. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like the Batmobile in Arkham Knight where it's like, yeah, I really wanted to play the Batmobile, but I just I just drove for five minutes. I'm not going to drive five minutes again. And then five more minutes. Uh, it's fun in, in little in shots. Not I love it. I love, I love switching Batmobiles. I also love the Batmobile in uh, Batman Begins. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's a good. That's a good. I think you got like three good uh, chase. Uh, yeah. Levels there. Hell yeah. Uh, June eighth, P. I want you to start this off because it was a double oh dip month of Detective Comics. So let's just stick with the first one of the month, Detective Comics ten thirty seven. Thirty seven was like first of all, these these two issues were both really good, mm-hmm. but thirty seven was something really special for me as a as a longtime Huntress fan. Um, she's she's a part of that, and you get to see her and Batman interact. And and the, her backup story, uh, I actually liked more than the main story. Both written by uh, Tamaki, who's been doing. Uh, actually, no, I think it was written by Ridley. Now I'm flipping through it. Tamaki the, wrote the main story was Tamaki. Yeah, uh, John Ridley did the backup with art by Dustin Wen, but the uh, oh, the, there were two. I think there were two back. Yeah, there were two. Tamaki yeah. wrote the first Tamaki, one with Dead Donovan. Yeah, and they were both good, actually. Mm-hmm. Both backups were good because uh, Lucius is just a badass in the Ridley story, actually. Yeah. Uh, but the Tamaki backup was brilliant. Uh, just really I, – I like this Huntress because uh, – and as you see it in, like, 1038, she's not like – this is a different take on Huntress. Um, I love it. Like, she, I, I don't have a ton of Huntress yeah. under my belt, but I, I really, really like this Huntress. You had the awesome. beginning early on where she was like the mafia mm-hmm. princess and then uh, she became like the religious figure. And then you had like the no man's land where they kind of blended the two together. And then you had like the new 52, it kind of took uh, Helena in a, in, in a kind of a different direction, but then come rebirth, she kind of rebounds back. Cause you know, early on she's part of spiral and that's where she meets Dick Grayson. And then she comes to Gotham and becomes Huntress. So this kind of picks off a little bit after that. Um, but it's just, she's not like, not really trying to seek Batman's, I'd say like certification to <laughs> operate in Gotham. She's just going to do it. She thinks she belongs. Whereas like, I felt like past interpretation of Hunter, she did it defiantly because she had to prove to Batman who she is. That's why she dresses up a Batgirl, no man's land and stuff like that. Um, this is just a different take. And I really like it. She, it's fresh, but it, it's, it keeps the roots of who Huntress is. And, you know, just, I, I the only thing I don't like is I, I just kind of miss the long years. Uh, uh, of the costume but um you know that's a nitpick but um also like in 1038 uh you've got a great just uh oswald introduction he's got a backup story as well which with the batgirls which is fabulous um and you know as weird as this is going to sound i don't miss dan mora on these two books <gasps> i'm sorry I, I think uh victor bogdanovic has done a fabulous job i thought he did, you know? he's done he's done great he gives off some Greg Capullo. It's Capullo, it's Capullo, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, that's which what I was thinking. Can't be mad at that, right? I love Dan. I love it's Dan. It's almost Morris like a Capullo Lee type thing. Like a lot of his splash work in Batman in motion, like his Batman running is very similar to Lee. Like in Ten Thirty Eight, when Batman and, and Huntress are running in the sewer, it reeks of like hush vibes to me of Batman and Nightwing on the on the on the sky, on the skyway. Uh, I, I like how they're vibes. depicting this. I mean, he's kind of the villain, but yet he's not in the Roland Worth. You know, he's not an all-out really villain. Know. He, right now, he just seems like a grieving dad who is not really ready yet to deal with reality, right? Like, he's he, he just lost his daughter, so he's emotions are heavy. And he's, um, he's massive. He's he a lot bigger than massive. a He's huge. Yeah. That's the one thing I did kind of find very interesting is his body structure is just... Like at the end of uh, like ten thirty seven, you're like, "Wow, Batman looks small." But then, like, uh, Worth is just a, is a large man. He's mm-hmm. just he's just abnormally large, which makes me seem like he's going to have some something's going to happen to him, right? Yeah. Um, also, Lady Clayface has been very interesting in these two books. I like that inclusion of her. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you've okay. Let's just dive into ten thirty eight because you've already been referencing it enough. And I, I, so Bruce and whoever's listening to this has probably read them, but Bruce and uh Roland fight in the sewers um mm. and coming coming toward Roland is Lady Clayface as Roland's daughter mm. because that still hasn't been really explained has it on why she's or did she witness the murder and so then she took the shape of the woman it's who like got the murdered. last thing she saw I don't know if she witnessed the murder or she saw the body you know, it's like, it's like the last thing she saw. So she took that form and yeah. that's kind of like, the, the, and it's like, she's like the missing piece. Like that's why like Batman's kind of like looking for, he wants, what do you know? But well, he wants to find out what Lady Clayface knows. It's like, why do you have this form? And like, also Bruce Wayne is heavily involved. Like Worth thinks that Wayne killed his daughter, mm-hmm. you know, because of Lady Clayface. So it's, it's this cool little like mystery triangle thing. And I'm just, it, it's I'm really surprised cool how good Tamaki's been since Dark Detective. Like her, all of her books have been brilliant. Yeah, I, I like how they're dealing with the fact of Bruce got arrested, uh, Worth got all the police out of there, and then he blew up the police station, and then Worth got arrested for like three minutes, and then was released. And they're focusing on that. And meanwhile, the mayor's like spokesman or whatever, he's the one that's got like his mouth totally opens in four spots and there's a parasite and all that. And that took quite a turn for me of like, huh? Yeah. Because most of her, her books aren't really that, that supernatural. Yeah. It's been very grounded up to that point. You get in 1038, you get to that, that scene. Or wait, when did he first, I don't remember when he first, he did did it in 1037, but in 1038, you can see he's up to stuff. He's dealing with worth. He's getting in contact with penguin. You know, like he's, he's kind of, he might end up being like the mastermind of everything. Cause he's kind of maneuvering and manipulating everyone into doing what he wants. Yeah. You know? And I think this is like, this is a great juxtaposition of the Batman title of look at detective this whole run, this whole time on how they juggle multiple characters and storylines compared to the Batman book. And it's like, this is this and detective is how you do it. Uh, and I love that we're, we're getting the inclusion now of, your man Oswald, he's going to factor in mm-hmm. at play too. So uh, I think detective is, I mean, at minimum, if we're going to stick to your baseball terms, cause it's baseball season, it's at least cracking triples every month, if not home runs. Like it, it's, it's a 
to me, it's like a must buy book. Mm-hmm. I, I just love what they're crafting the story that they're crafting here, I which is great say, because it's not like one of the, well. of what? The backup stories, like it's not just the stories; it's the backup stories. The backup it's, stories are good. The first backup story book is was cheaper. was Robin, I think, and it was like the first part of the Robin was in the Batman backup, and then the second part of that Robin story was in this one. But I like that whole Robin story as, anyways. And then it did Huntress backups, and then now, yeah, this is a a Penguin backup, which is cool as it's got uh, Cassandra and Stephanie Brown, mm-hmm. and like, and that's like that's cool. It's yeah. Just, I, when I did my review for BOF, I called it like the rise and fall of Penguin. You know, mm-hmm. you, you see, cause you see so many sides of him and, and so few pages. And I was, I was like, wow, like I've been waiting for a Penguin story like this. Did, well, you know, then like, you need to, I know you just recently bought it. You need to crack open that Penguin uh, Pain and Prejudice. It's right here, buddy. Did you read it yet? No, I haven't. Okay. Yo, gotta, you'll enjoy it because this is back issues before back issues. Got to read the current this, issues. This, yeah, this backup story where that that reporter is asking him all these questions and then you just kind of see an unhinged Oswald that definitely, it makes me think of pain and prejudice a little bit. A lot of people recommended my friend, Jack, he said it was a good book and he just know of Holy Batcast that I was going to love it. I don't you, fully, I don't fully just like great. go run into the shop when it's a penguin story, but I think pain I do and prejudice is sure. exactly. So pain and prejudice, that might be one of the best penguin stories ever so i hope that i hope that you really like it but detective mm-hmm. comics well that's what i said about uh, detective 1038 with the uh, the penguin backup i think it's one of the even as a backup story i think it's a great great really great definitive penguin story just because oswald's different than the rest of these guys he really is like he's just a short fat man short you fat know man. the joker is you know the joker is the joker the riddlers saw you know mr freeze freezes you like but the penguin like he's you know like you you, you don't you think you could take him right you know, like he does, uh-uh. he does scenes. He may not confront <clears throat> Batman directly like some of these guys, but there's always something going on with Oswald. That's why I love Oswald because he he knows he can't directly <laughs> confront Batman, so he has to do he has to do it a different way. He's he's very creative. <laughs> Let's move right along to that second, long lived Vito. Second Tuesday, yes, always. Maybe he'll, he'll pop up shit. in the in the Flashpoint. Maybe I don't know. Get in the duck. Uh, Batman the, the detective. Number three, mm-hmm, yeah. uh, you don't say anything negative about it, but I think you find it as like, well, it's good, right? Good book. Uh, nothing Solid. amazing, nothing horrible, just a good comic book. Uh, definitely, um, it, seemed, it seems way more, uh, it's, it's a Tom Taylor action book. I never really associate Tom Taylor with action, uh, mostly like interpersonal conflict and uh, you know, just uh, character struggles, maybe defining moments. I feel like that's where Tom was really at his finest. But uh, I, I'm I'm digging this book. Um, it's interesting. I don't ever regret picking up or buying it. Uh, but it's not like knocking my sock. I'm like I'm like you know, it's just an interesting Batman tale. Yeah, and this one delves much more into the the history of Bruce and Descard. Mm-hmm. Uh, almost like when. Bruce saw him as a mentor to, and what happened to kind of see him a little bit as an enemy. Uh, but like I, begins, I, right? Yeah. It, which is really cool. And there, I mean, they definitely showed off some of that uh, team yellow oval in the flashbacks. It was pretty, which I knew you didn't, I knew you'd enjoy it. 
Yeah, I mean, well, it's Kubert, so how could you go wrong either way? And then when he does that, it's just you know, icing on the cake. And like, I'm, I only read it the once. I wanted to read it a second time for this show, but I don't believe Descartes is dead. No, not I think there's something else going on here. And then it, it ends in a pretty interesting note of Bruce is being taken in for mm. murder. Dun, dun, dun. Been there before, right, Pete? Yeah. But uh, yeah. that's Sasha Bordeaux. You are under arrest for the murder of Henry Ducard. But I don't believe it. Something else is up. But I like this story. I think it flows, it flows very good. nicely. Well written, um, well drawn. Well written, well drawn. It's a cool action pack. And sometimes I like, and this is not meant in a negative way at all, but it's not, it doesn't take you that long to read. And sometimes that is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Like it, it just moves for me. That's just like a pacing. It's a high octane kind of story. Taylor isn't wordy. Yeah. And I'm, I'm okay with that with some stories too. I don't need all of them to be just like these massive emotional dives, just like really trying to connect to 50 things on every page. It's like, no, this Batman, the detective is small, kind of small in scope and it's focused just on this story. And I really like that. It's, it's refreshing. Yeah. Uh, that, I agree. I enjoy, I'm enjoying it. That same Tuesday is one also that we, you and I can't get enough of uh, Batman Urban Legends. That's good. Specifically, I'm really glad you got me into reading that. I really enjoyed this. Cheer, part four of six, which is the Red Hood and Batman story. Now, I have not, I doubt that I'll even be able to find this. There was, in the front, there's a, uh, a variant cover. Do you see that? Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. showing Pete a variant cover. No, that's the first time I've seen it. Wow, it looks good. very, whoops. It looks very. I like that one too, though. Dark Knight Returns, but with like a, with a, a regular Robin suit. But Batman mm-hmm. looks very Frank Miller, Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. And I think that that cover is awesome. But yeah, I don't think that you can find that anywhere. I ended up getting the one with Mr. Freeze because I oh, like cool. Mr. Freeze. You love Freeze. I do. You love Freeze. But this story is great. Um, it's crazy, man. Zadarsky is uh, pretty brilliant. I I never thought anyone could write a Jason Todd. I, I story doubt that this. they're going to collect all six, like every story from all six issues into one collected issue, because then that would end up being like eighty pages times six, like four hundred and something pages. And I just I don't know if they would do that, but maybe they have the to collect. Book. They have to collect this Red Hood book mm-hmm. yeah, in a really trade good. for some for some way. I loved the dipping back to death in the family. Um, I love that element of the story and how the present ties into that as well. Mm-hmm. And I just love Eddie Burroughs's art. Like I, yeah. I love his Burroughs art. And Ferreira are just two of my favorites. So when they, when they uh, coincide, it's, it's always a pleasurable comic book experience. Our girl Babs shows up here again, is also instrumental in the story, which I really like. Mm-hmm. Um, Mr. Freeze plays into it. Like, I don't know. I I don't know what the end result is going to be, but I think what what they've really zoned in on here, with including Jason, is that constant struggle of he wants to cross that line, but you know that there's there's a lot of good in him. You know that Jason. Well, is you not see what bad. happens when he does. You you see it's it's almost like the end of Man of Steel when he snaps Zod's neck. He kills the guy. 
we're going now back to Jason, but he, you see the remorse, you see the emotion. Yeah. He realizes he did something, he screwed up. Who takes care of this kid? I can't take care of this kid. I don't want the city to take care of this kid. Bruce can't take care of this kid. What do I do with this kid? Now I've got this kid on my hands and I got to figure it out. And I've got to find the guys who also basically turned his dad into like this horrible person. So it's, it's a really cool story of like this domino effect. Yeah. So I think it's and tying into the past. Story. And so tying into death in the family here and replaying that, I think it's really important because at the, at the end, well, Jason's, he got, he's frozen by a freeze and Batman chases him down, gets him out, thaws him out. And I think that that's, it's a great page when Jason's thawing out and he's like, you're here. And Batman does like a little smirk and he says, always, and I was like, oh, that's a good moment. And then it you turn the page. It just makes you think of 1997 and George Clooney and Chris O'Donnell. 100%. Did we get him? <laughs> uh, he wants to kill you, dick. That's what. That's the line it could have been. Uh, I understand in the movie is she wants to kill you. Know, so. Anyways, and then he turned the page and then and freeze, freezes Batman. And then he got this dude dressing up for Halloween and says, it's Batman. It's an honor to finally meet you. And so like, well, that's interesting. Who's this? Yeah, Who's I don't know. This Chip Chip Zdarsky <laughs> taking a page out of Tynan's book. Let me create a weird looking character. <laughs> Here's um, the thing though. We didn't see this guy teased in half of a panel three issues back. That's true. Um, and he's going to follow up on it immediately. So anyways. Uh, that story was good. Great uh, next story. story. Do you want to run through the next story in the book? If you want to, go for it. I, again, I, which is a theme for this Urban Legends, I don't read anything outside of the first story. Why? Time, man. <laughs> Silence. I don't understand you. Um, Superman Punch, written by uh, Cameron Johnson, who plays Batwing in a... Batwing that's right people. that's right he wrote a batman a batwing story and it's a it's a cool story about two brothers and you know uh, just <laughs> interacting and you know just you know learning what your brother teaches you and blah blah, blah. and it's it's a cool brotherly story it's very short of all killer croc and uh batwing and the riddler and it's it's a fun little fun little moment i i really i, I think you should read it i think you'll enjoy it it's not long run like time it's literally like four pages <laughs> it's is it really Okay. Yeah, like one, two. It's like a five-page story. <laughs> it's not long at all. Okay. Um, and then uh, the next story, uh, some of uh, some of our parts. Uh, Tim Drake. Megan, Megan Fitzmartin was a wonderful uh, Tim Drake, uh, Stephanie Brown story. Pete, you're a liar. It's not four pages. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm sorry, Oracle. <laughs> and uh, it was just a, it's a cool little just you know young young Tim Drake. Uh, everyone loves the Drake. I love the Drake. It's everyone loves the Drake. Rob Myers. I really dug it. And uh, and then I, your boy, your burnt popcorn at the very end. <laughs> I pulled a Lowry here. I didn't read Grifter. <laughs> I wanted to because it's got Batman in it, but I, I didn't even pull the trigger. He finally said, nope, this is it. Peter Vera draws a line. Yeah, I was like, oh, what is this Grifter guy? This, this is my line. Jim Lee. But yeah, so, uh, Summer of Heroes was great. I, I, I don't I, Urban Legends, if you're going to do an anthology book and I really like three of the four stories, I think you won on that. But like Batman Black and White number two, when you charge me that much money and then I like one of the five stories. So like these anthologies, while I was very critical of them, I think they've actually have been more successful than uh, negative uh, or disappointing. 
uh, I will say, but it, it does kind of like every issue you're, you get kind of nervous. You're like Batman Urban Legends is an $8 comic book. Yeah, that's tough. Outside of Zdarsky, you're like, I don't know. Can Batwing write a good story? This is his first comic book. You know, that's a question. I don't know who Megan Fitzmartin is. This is my first exposure to her, but I love the story. So it was great. Uh, I don't, I mean, you can have Jeff Loeb writing Grifter. I probably won't read it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so three out of four, you, you get my eight bucks. And, uh, but it, it's a crapshoot. It's a gamble. So, you know. Because in the end. You know what they like to say? Bet on dead. <laughs> yeah. Um in the end, you're going to be spending 50 bucks on Batman Urban Legends. Whew, that's a pretty penny to hope that you like to get your money's worth. Sure, page count, you're getting money. money's <sighs> worth, but yeah. but also, like, it sounds like on your end, there's been the Grifter story isn't holding up, but you've been like, it's not, overly it's not positive. When I've read it, it's been okay. okay. It just, I just don't like Grifter. It's nothing against a story. It's just like, it's you can give me a Thor book and I pro- it'll take me months to read it. Yeah. Because I just don't care. It's it literally, if you hand me a, a Thor book or, I don't know, Captain Adam, <laughs> you know, I'm trying to think like car- other characters like that. It's, it's just the character. Like they just go to the bottom of the pile. They just do. Yeah. You get read, but you know, I'm going to read, uh, you know, I don't know, Harley Quinn and Fantastic Four well before you, or even a Penguin story. I just hope they collect it and just give me all of the Red Hood and Batman and I'll read whatever else is included with it. I think you could put, you could do the, you could do the Zdarsky story in one trade and then you could do Batman Urban Legends with all the other side stories. There you go. I think you could do something like that. Or Batman Urban Legends volume one through four or something like that. True. There you go, DC. There's your ideas. Uh, another Batman Clark book. Bull, tweet me if I made sense. Just saying. <laughs> Do it. Hashtag Team Yellow Oval too, because why not? Yeah, thanks. Also, that that second Tuesday is a very heavy first two Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. Was the Batman Skippy Doo Mysteries number three of twelve? Uh, probably the most kiddish of the three. They seem to get kiddier by the issue, don't they? Like the first issue was outstanding. And the last two issues, I'm like, man, twelve. If you if you, <laughs> you want me to buy twelve of these, I get that. And I'll I'll say the first one I thought was uh, like borderline amazing, mm-hmm. and that sounds like hyperbole. But the the nods to Batman stories and such that they did with that first issue was was awesome, Just flat out awesome. Issues two and three were good. And that's kind of where that's kind of where I stopped. Yeah, they were good. They were fun. And that's uh, I, it. I I know I sound like I'm down on three. I feel like I liked three more than I liked two. Okay. I feel like they're on the same level though. Like it's just, you know, it's like watching an episode of. It's literally like watching an episode of comparing an episode of Batman the Animated Series to Adam West and Casey Kasem's uh, animated Batman <laughs> and Robin. Like that's what I feel like I'm doing. You know, it, it, this is. It, it just seems so child oriented and, and, you know, I don't know, like this might be a good book for that age group. Yeah. And, and no, yeah, I'm just, I, I don't have any demographic to judge it. I don't have any. It's a good, you know, it's a classic <laughs> switcheroo, which is what you usually need for a Batman and 
Scooby-Doo team-up book. And then it's at a dog show, so it's a way for them to bring in Ace the Bat Hound, too. So that's oh, I cool. Get it. it's, all, it's, it's, yeah, no, that all makes sense. And Two-Face being used, and that's cool, too. Like, it, overall, yep. it is fun, and it is good. Um, but totally, if you want stories like the detective run, Batman Scooby-Doo is not going to be your thing. It all depends on what you want out of your Batman. Yeah, it, this is almost like a little bit of a just a fine palate cleanser in a way. Like, and I think this this would work for you. I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm in for the long haul for sure. You don't know what issue four is going to be like, though. To be honest, because like yeah. every story self contained. Mm-hmm. So issue four can I don't know what if Frank Miller writes issue four? Who knows what the hell that looks like? <laughs> yeah. Scooby Doo just gets the shit beat out of him. He's losing imagine, teeth and he's bleeding. imagine a Scooby Doo written by like Zack Snyder where Scooby's a werewolf. Oh jeez, no, you know, okay. <laughs> it'd be crazy. Um, so you don't know what the next issue could be? Just absolutely insane. Uh, what, yeah. what it could be? I don't know. Scooby Zombie. I have no clue. Scooby but uh, that's that's also part of the reason which keeps me going. Like I could I could probably get to if it keeps going in this direction where it's this kid friendly and I get to issue like six, I might just drop it. Okay. All right. I'll give it, I'll give it like three more issues, but if it continues, if it's, if it's to the point where like every issue is so different, where like, you know, like every three issues, you get that good kind of like 66 esque story where it's goofy, but it's fun. And it's, it's a little bit mature. And then I'll, I'll keep up with the whole run. It all depends on how it goes and flows. All right. Well, let's move along to the next week in which it's the Batman Fortnite zero point that we already talked about, but also Legends of the Dark Knight number two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I read that part when it came out digitally. I think maybe it was last month. So I did not reread it, but I kind of remember some of the elements. Do you like issue number two here? Yeah, I was. It, it was. it's a very interesting Batman Joker story, right? Um, it transitions into, and then it goes to the Riddler. Yes. And so, it, and then there's Robin. And is there a reveal of the Riddler in that one? Uh, he's in it. Yeah. Are you sure it's? Well, it. I don't know. I'm trying is, to is think of where, where it stopped because he's right there. That's what he looks like. Yeah. <laughs> is that the last page? No, the last page is. Oh, it's this one. Quiz. There you go. Okay. Yeah. And that's I what that. I wanted to. Okay, cool. That's what I really wanted to, to ask about was what did you think of, of Quiz? Uh, uh, it's cool. It's just cool. one reveal. It's, that's all. Just that you see yeah. her and that's well, it's it. Cool, Cause like everyone says it's the Riddler and then Batman's like, there's something, something's off here. Like I know the Riddler. Yeah. He's like, this is way too easy. Um, and it's Quiz and you're like, oh, wow. Like, who is this? I don't know who it is. But then again, like I was someone who was like, I was all for punchline. You know, some people weren't. Just <laughs> I was not very punchline. Um, yeah. Ryan spells like Terrence. I... <laughs> the, yeah, I really liked this. And the, the digital first, so they're, they're a few months ahead of the physical copies. So this, the next issue, issue number three, physically. Oh, oh I don't remember when it came out. April? You disgust me. I know. Um, Digital comic. The third physical issue wraps up this story. It's only a three-issue arc. Um, it's it's good. good. Then it starts with, I think Stephanie Phillips writes the next <gasps> issue or two. Oh, I love Stephanie Phillips. I have not That's read that one yet. And I did not read, I didn't, I wasn't in love with the art. And then there was an arc after that where the art didn't do for me either. So what you're going to read next month, that's then, that's where I am where I'm mm-hmm. caught up. But I think that I, I hope that you'll like the the next issue of this one. Cause I did. 
and he gets to know a little bit I more about it. the quiz. It was just cool. It, it, it displays the, the detective elements of Batman. Mm-hmm. And like I said, that beginning part with the Joker was really, it kind of overshadows the book a little bit because it's, 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 it's an interesting uh, conversation they have. Interesting conversation. That's, it's, a, it's unlike some interpretations of Batman and the Joker. I think they, this was an actually good conversation between the two of them. Yeah. Yep. I hear you. Uh, let's move along to June 22nd, where a book that I've been hyped up about for a while, uh, Bapti- Bapti- Man? <laughs> Batman Reptilian, mm-hmm. written by uh, it, written by Liam Sharp, right? No. He's no, Garth he's Ennis, Garth Liam Ennis. Sharp, illustrated. And it's a painted style. I love the cover and how that looked. And I was really hoping that the inside of the book would somewhat look like that. Instead, it's a very unique kind of painted but i just don't know that i love the designs and what stands out the most to me mm-hmm. by far is how the joker looks yes you hit it that's me that's me too I, uh, that's, that's my like that's a bit weird really? that, that looks like something out of the mind of kelly jones a right? little bit yeah that's like a kelly jones like it's, it's a weird in a more looking... dave mckean arkham asylum yeah like a hybrid of the two but that's the, the only one i don't like yeah the joker i think the clay face i like, I like joker clay looks face. awful um, Mad Hatter looks, looks cool. Croc uh, looks Man like Bat, Killer Croc, Poison Ivy. And is that Phantasm? or No, that's Phantasm all the way that's at the Phantasm. top. That is Phantasm. And that's cool. Oh, yeah, Joker. Mad Hatter's oh. at the bottom. Of... Joker. Yeah, Joker. Oh. I don't like the nose. I've never seen him with a nose that round. You know what's funny, though? You go to But page... that looks a little different on the next page. Yeah. There's a guy that looks like... Um, so Batman at the courthouse, and I think it's the I think it's the the spokesman. Um, he looks like sixty series Mad Hatter. I don't know. If... Like he's he's got the he's got a red mustache and kind of some uh, Mad Hatter's in hair. that in that image we just looked at though. Yeah, it's it's not it's not Mad Hatter, but it totally. I looked at that and I was like, wait, is that supposed to be a Mad Hatter? Oh, I missed that. That's a great, that's like... a great point. <laughs> The story overall, though, I'm not going to lie. Like, it's like one of the most recent issues that I read, and I kind of even forget what it's even about. I just remember, I just remember that I even told you, I'm like, it didn't wow me. I'm hmm, a little disappointed because I was really looking forward to, ooh, a new Black Label six issue yeah. book. And it was, eh. I, uh, I felt similar to how I feel about the detective. Uh, I wasn't wowed. I wasn't uh, disappointed. But, uh, you know, one issue in, okay. You kind of oh, yeah. set the cards on the table. Let's see where everything falls. But um, I give it to like three. I finished three. And if I just don't like it at all, then I'll probably just be done. I, but yeah. this this issue didn't turn me off to where I was like, I'm not reading this anymore. I yeah. usually try to give an arc. If mm-hmm. I don't like an arc by a writer, I'll move on. Maybe I'll come back after the next one. Yeah, you know, you know, stories change. You know, some guys, you know, peak in valley. Uh, but yeah, I, I will. Uh, I, I actually dig the art, except for the Joker stuff. That's okay. the only thing I don't like. But I think, I think everything else is really interesting. Um, I'm, I want to see what issue two is. I want to see what is. Is this reptilian in the terms of like, is this a Killer Croc story or is this something else? Because I think we all just kind of assumed like it would be a Batman versus Croc book, right? Mm-hmm. But like, I, I feel like there were no real 
a real confrontation between the two. There's nothing outside of Croc look in that one panel. There's like nothing that makes you think of Croc. So I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I have no idea what, what comes up. It, maybe this is, you know, Batman's version of the amazing Spider-Man. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, that, that, that same Tuesday is Batman Superman number 19. I didn't read it. I haven't I read. Th- read that. Okay. It's got a Western cover and I think I, I browsed it and I was kind of like, eh. that, that already sounds like it's not my thing. I like the design. It looks cool, but yeah, I don't know. And then uh, Pete, that that does it for Batman centric books. Now, I've got two others that are not Batman titled, but fit into the Gotham world. And then you can top it off with any that that you may have read. Let's let's kick it off with the Joker number four. Did you read that one? Yes, I did. You did. Uh, it continues a an interesting story from Tynan. That's right, you heard me. James Tynan wrote this, and I really like it. Uh, it's it's a it's more action packed than the previous issues, I think, and pretty pretty dark. Uh, Joker, what he does to one of his enemies in his face is pretty messed up. Mm-hmm. But overall, I think it's another. Cool chapter. This is so. This is almost like what I was saying. The Scooby Doo, how that those issues can be, or no, like um, a palate cleanser, and then also how Batman the Detective is a fast read. There's like two different approaches of the Scooby Doo one is like lighthearted fun. The Detective is just not really wordy. The Joker is a noir, and there's a ton of dialogue, and also inner inner monologue, an inner monologue from Gordon. But it's like. That doesn't bother me. I just know, oh, when I'm going to read The Joker, I need to give myself time because it's not a fast read. It's a, definitely get yourself settled into the mood of this kind of story because it's a, it's definitely a more mature and darker, darker mm. story. And it's done really yeah. well. Yeah, uh, I think the art is absolutely gorgeous. I do. It's giving me, it gives me like those like Clay Man vibes, you know. What is this guy's name? He's got he's got a bad last name because all the zaddies are gonna hate him. That's Gillum March. For who's Joker. It? Who's John? Who's it? Is it Gil? It is March. Who's the other guy? The other guy's got a, his last name's John, so all the zaddies hate him. It's Jeff Johns, yeah. Yeah. Let's see what else. Did he do what the backup? Credits for the story. I have no idea. Now I'm looking for it. I hate <laughs> when they don't put the credits on the first page. It drives me crazy. I gotta search for it. Scoundrels. Let's see. Sam Johns uh, and James Tynan the fourth did the backup. Oh, that's right. Sam Johnson, which is great because I love Bluebird. But uh, this is cool because, like you said, it's just violent and it seems very Joker esque. I like everything you're doing with uh, was it Lady Bane or Bane's daughter? Yeah, it's like Lane or Lady Bane. Lane. Lane. There Lane? we go. Just Lane. Lane or <laughs> Beatty. <laughs> <laughs> so that's cool. Um, and it's just like wow. Uh, like what? Where did uh, where is the Joker right now? What resort is he at? Because I never want to go there. Um, but like, it also like, does anyone? No one wants to talk about the uh, Talon behind Barbara Gordon. Yeah, I know that that was cool. And then we just it's just we don't see Barbara. I think for the rest of the book. So it's like, well, what's going on? <laughs> That's what I'm concerned about. She has no idea. So that that was great. Um, that's what that's what I'm really most concerned of actually coming out of the book is what's going on with Barbara. I'm excited to see how that pays off. Tynan teased us, but I'm in on the tease. I do like how Lady Bane or Lane 
tells Gordon even of like, so she's a villain for sure, but she's like, go home, Mr. Gordon. Almost like, just get out of here because this shit's getting real. But then we know that we're going to end up going back to Gotham and shit's going to go down in Gotham too. Because Joker gives a long speech of how something's going to go down. So this is the fourth chapter. I thought you told me this was a 12-issue story. It might be. Uh, which I'm down for. I'm glad that it's it's got a... I probably said it last month, but I'm glad that this has an end date, per se, because that means that, oh, we have a story. It's not going to go on forever. We know the story we're going to tell, that with, and that's I good. Don't think, I don't think you can do that with the Joker. I think he's a, he's a maxi-series guy. Yeah. So um, I think that is a, that that's another good chapter of the story. And then the other non-Batman book... Wait, wait, wait. But also the backup story oh. for that's pretty good. If you like Bluebird, like me, out of the new Fifty Two, uh, just a real personal story of her brother and her, and uh, just trying to figure things out. And Orca's involved in it, so it's pretty interesting. Um, it's just it's 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 nothing major. It's nothing like crazy, but it's it, Tynan's involved with uh, with the unfortunate Sam Jones with the, the man with the wrong last name, uh, <laughs> Jones. I said Johns. That's what's supposed to be Jones. But uh, I liked it I, again. Like I've liked Bluebird. So if you're a fan of Bluebird, you know you'll dig this story. Very cool. And the other one that I want to talk about is the one that we're always talking about, and that is Tom Taylor's Nightwing. Are you are you really reading this? Yeah, I'm really reading this. Wow, oh, you're really reading this. this I'm really serious. reading this Nightwing, this Nightwing book because it's damn good. Continues to be damn good. The art's good. The story's good. The dialogue's good. The characters you root for. Um, it's just it's it's great. It's great, and it, it dips into just enough, like. Batman uh, characters, if you will, while also creating its own thing is enough in Bloodhaven. <laughs> but I mean, touch on Zuko and, and Maroney. Um, blockbusters. Zuko. 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 And Blockbuster, <laughs> yeah. he was a Batman villain, wasn't he? Did he show up in some Batman stuff? He, yeah, he's a he's a Batman villain. He's but he's, uh, let's say like around the time Nightwing started to get his solo series, he became more of a Nightwing guy. They kind of like shift him over to uh, Bloodhaven, and he's been uh, a Nightwing adversary for a while. Um, this is way more in line with Tom Taylor than uh, than the detective, right? Detective, like we said earlier, really heavy action. It just is not what you would think. But this is really delving delving into the personal life of uh, one Richard John Grayson, um, <laughs> and then just the reveal at the end. Um, I, I mean, I guess we're doing spoilers, right? We're doing spoilers. Yeah, just go for find it. out that Maroney adopted <laughs> Dick's sister. And Dick didn't even know he had a sister. It's it, you're kind of like, oh God, your your stepfather killed our parents. Yeah. You didn't even know you related to me. <laughs> you know, it's it's very interesting. And Babs is involved, and it's kind of like, it's 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 just brilliant. And uh, what did he name the dog? I forgot what he named the dog. Is it Bitewing? Something like that. I wanted. To name, I said Tom Taylor asked us on Twitter what was I was going to say. He he was. I said notes. Alfred. I said Alfred. He should name the dog Alfred. Uh, and yet again, I'm trying to think. Who's the artist on this? Damn it. If I can find the credits, because we all know that's my biggest problem in life. I'm sure the haters will be like, this guy sucks. Why do you have this guy on the show? Yeah. I'm going to go play Leglu. Pete, you talk too much. Bruno <laughs> Redondo. So he has, yet again, we get like the, it's one page building breakdown. Where the hell are the credits? 
like there they are. where the he's fighting page. he's fighting towards the end and you get it's like yeah. it's one page but like multiple panels or something you almost get to follow the action i think he's had that in every issue so far and that's always really cool uh, uh also just really quickly uh adriana lucas did a beautiful job with the colors in this book mm-hmm. the book is just beautiful like like the pinks and the blues and the way things stick out like if you just it just it has like there's detail in it so it doesn't look like those old school like 50s comic books with the solid background you know what i'm talking about yeah early maybe 40s and 30s um but it's like there's a lot of like one color but shades it's shaded differently but it it gives me that type of vibe yep agreed it's very clean crisp but unique i like it there's only one error in this book what there's only one error that i can see what is it it's because i'm a huge uh fanboy asshole what do you got um, the when robin's on the dock with the dog his logo is different colors i'm sorry i just praised you now i'm criticizing you i suck i know this on <laughs> the two pages you see where the dog's barking after the dock blows up and then after when dick is swinging across you see the wait, r wait for it pete jam okay. <laughs> i don't have a time code but here it's this panel it changes here, and then the R is different on this panel here. Uh, See that? That's the only yeah. error in the book. I'll say that it's it's a it's a nine point nine. Okay. Out of ten. <laughs> nine point nine, but you dicked up the Robin logo. Hey, look, as a trained comic book reader, we notice these things, right? I'll still say all it makes me want is to see a Robin suit with that like inverted logo. Yeah, that's cool. So hey. I think you're onto something there, Lucas. Great, uh, great story so far, Mr. Tom Taylor. I'm, I'm digging it and I'm loving it. Pete, do you yeah. have anything? Do you have anything else that we haven't Nothing talked about? Future State. Please read this book. <laughs> it's wonderful. Uh, Ryan hates Future State. Joshua Williamson is drawing, is writing an excellent tale. The book's in black and white, so it's like reading a Sin City comic. It's truly a unique experience. It's in the future. Uh, Jason Todd is a bounty hunter. He is hunting the rest of the Bat family. I do. I never read Jason Todd books. Never in my life. I have just started because these books are really quality. Future State Gotham is a brilliant, brilliant book. Williamson's on fire. His Flash runs great. Um, what he was, what did, what did he just do? He just did something else. Uh, I don't even remember. He just did an event of some kind. But please pick this up. I think it was, he was a big part of Future State as well. But Williamson is just doing uh, magnificent work. And it's just it really creatively, it's, it's an interesting take. Uh, you see all those heavily influenced future state references, and then you just get delve into you know what's going on in Jason's mind and the relationship between Dick and the Bat family and all that stuff, and the new, the next Batman, and it's really really magnificent. So please check that out. All right, there you go. You heard it straight from the comic encyclopedia himself, Peter Arvera. And again, it's like everything else; it's it's an anthology book, so you get a couple interesting stories in there. But, uh, all right, main Red Hood stories where it's at. All right. With that, Pete, I think we're just over just over an hour. We did it. Like this Batman list, it's like it keeps growing every month. Yeah, it's like DC Comics knows people want to read Batman, so they just make a lot of Batman books. <laughs> they all there. Let's let's announce. Well, I, I can't. I I don't want to say that because I hate that argument. Wonder Woman's got uh, Wonder Woman's just had a new book out uh, that was inspired uh, obviously by Batman Black and White, Superman Red and Blue, uh, Wonder Woman Black and Gold. Yep. You know, uh, so sh- everyone's getting their due. Uh, we're getting a new Aquaman book soon. 
Um, so, you know, I mean, they're just, they, they are really publishing just a lot of books. I know some people are really down on DC right now, but I mean, I'm reading three different Wonder Woman titles. And I'm loving each of them. So that, and I got Harley Quinn. I Ugh, mean, not enough time in the day for you, Pete. Right. Just look at this. This is for Javi. I got these four James Bond books. Uh, Robin by Williamson. I just praised him. Uh, I just picked up the first four issues of Silk. That's not DC. We don't need to talk about that. Let's see. Oh, the Stargirl one shot. That was brilliant. Uh, I love that. Action Comics by uh, Johnson has been absolutely and utterly brilliant. I'm so sad that he's not going to continue on with the title. Uh, he's been doing both and he's been doing a better job. Than ben did. I'm telling you, that's this is why I asked you to be the one to do the monthly well, wrap up because who, be who reads more comics than Peter Vera? Like, I don't, I don't know anybody who does. So, Paul, uh, the only person you could even attempt is Paul Herman. Paul Herman. That guy. Oh, that guy. Big uh, Red Hood fan as well. I like that guy. Mm-hmm. Big Spider-Man guy. I like that guy, Paul. He's good people. He's good he's people. Big, he's big with the Kraken in here. He's big with the Kraken. Big, big with the Kraken. Yeah. Pete, thanks for joining me again on the monthly Ryan, adventure. thank you for having me. Thank you for, <laughs> thank you for not I'm, listening to the rules on Twitter. I'm glad you're here, Pete. Uh, where can the people find and follow you if they're ever so inclined? You can follow me on social media. That's Instagram, Twitter, and Zack Snyder's favorite Vero at Pete Illustrated. Please uh, check out uh, podcast one straight out of Gotham, straight underscore O underscore G that I co-host with the champion of Long Island, Eric Holzman. You can follow him at final E33 spelled like finale 33. That is our news as my news based show that I do. You could follow the Italian Spider-Man, co- the, the Italian Spider-Man coalition that I co-host with sausage and meatball. That's Papa Webbs and uh, Nico Caruso <laughs> uh, at, at Italians for Spidey. We do, we have two episodes out. We discuss Sam Raimi, we discussed uh, animated Spider-Man 1990s. Uh, we discussed uh, what the three Spider-Men, you know, just how, how they stand in ranking. And we talked also about the Chip Zdarsky What If book. Those are our first two episodes. Check that out. It's good stuff. Check out my reviews of comic books on Batman on Film proper, batmanonfilm.com. Check out my toy reviews and interviews at Batman on Film YouTube. Uh, Kevin Conroy, the great Michael Uslin, Tara Strong, Tony Todd, Lauren Lester, um, I have a written, I have a written interview with, uh, everyone's uh, favorite stuntman, Rich Trone on batmanonfilm.com. So Zaddy's, I, I, I cater to you people as well. I love you. You're just, you know, we're all Batman fans here to begin with. Uh, so that's that. Uh, just check me out. I'm, I'm out on Twitter. I'm out on Instagram, you know, just don't be a jerk. So I don't have to meet you. All right. What a pitch. That's a pitch right there. That's not a pitch. Just talking too much. If you want to follow the Batman book club on Twitter and or Instagram, you can at the Batman BC for upcoming episodes, latest episode drops, and sometimes even some giveaways. You can also follow me on Twitter at Lauer underscore Ryan Pete Lauer. Spell like that. All right, perfect. Thank you. Uh, you can go to Batman on Film for a bunch of my posts of comic book reviews, some interviews. Uh, most recently, check out the Twitter feed or go to Batman on Film where I got to sit down. I sat down with Bill. Uh, Bill Ramey, and we interviewed the writer of The Long Halloween Part 1, Tim Sheridan. It was an awesome interview. He gave so much insight behind the movie, and uh, if, you, if you listen to the show, you know how much I love The Long Halloween, and I loved that Part 1. I can't wait for Part 2, so check that out. Tim, was, I'll check it out in August. You'll check it out in August, Pete. Uh, it, Tim was awesome, flat-out awesome, and very encouraging, very um, excited and passionate about about Batman and the story and 
yeah, he was just really, really great. What a great interview. So track that down. He's a, he's great. I've actually, I've, I've spoken to him a few times uh, at the, uh, you have at the red carpet circuit. So they like to say you know, us reporters. You're folks. Mr. Big time. After uh, you got all sweaty go. with Tara Strong, you went and composed yourself to talk to Sam Sheridan. So there you go. Uh, these are different interviews. I'm <laughs> much more prepared. prepared. My, the Tara Strong interview was my first ever real interview. And <laughs> you're like, Oh, this sucks. <laughs> I'm going to screw this up. Good. If you want to write into the show, because at this time we have not done the Q&A episode because I knew the Earth One Volume 3 book was coming and then I knew Long Halloween Part 1, the movie was coming. So if you have any questions or comments about anything Batman at all, please feel free to write to thebatmanbc at gmail.com or you can send a direct message to the Batman Book Club Twitter um, for some questions. I've got questions. I've been sitting on a people who sent them in. I did not forget. I'm just holding off because I realized that this was a big Batman month and I was just going to wait and see if when is it not a big to do Batman some, month? some people wanted to do, send in some extra questions. So yeah, this is a, it's Batman, big Batman month for me every month. Pete. Uh, if you want to support the show, you can do that by going to the store at Tee Public, where you can buy t-shirts, hoodies, stickers, magnets, onesies, or flags, anything at all to celebrate uh, and show you that you are a fan of the Batman Book Club. But if you'd like to support the show and you don't want to spend any money at all, that is 100% A-OK. You can do it by rating and review the show on Apple Podcasts. The link to that page to rate and review is in the description of this episode. The more reviews we get, the more it helps spread the word. And as we all know, the word is panic. So... For Mr. Jersey's Finest, Peter Arvera, I am Ryan Lauer. Until next time, read more Batman comics.